0: Hello, welcome to the Valley View podcast, episode 86. My name's Tyler, and I'm here with Matt, and Matt has a cord of some sort.
1: Yeah, you recognize this apparatus?
0: It's a USB-C on one end and a USB on the other end. Hmm. Okay, it was in between your couch cushions. Oh, it's the that's the charger for my headphones that I got for Christmas.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, which makes yeah. sense because the rest of the headphone case is also sitting on these couch cushions how's it going tyler good i have a question for you all right should we do the ad read first or do you want the question first uh let's do question matt how do you feel when or about i'm trying to ask this correctly what do you think or how do you feel or what is your reaction when somebody says you deserve it so like as an example Mm. if i say like oh yeah i i got pizza today for lunch And you say, yeah, you deserve it. What do do you think about that? Uh, If someone were to say that to me? Yeah, or if you hear somebody saying it to somebody else, like if you hear Emily saying it to Melissa or something. Okay. Yeah, you deserve it. I'm in favor of that
1: statement. And I actually make that statement somewhat regularly to people in my life.
0: Yeah, that's why this question came up, because (laughs) Emily heard you say that. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder who I said it to. I don't know either. Mm -hmm. It was like a week and a half ago. I almost brought it up last week. She said to ask it.
1: So, um, in my mind, what's going, just what I'm thinking when I say that to somebody is that, um, I want to acknowledge their value and that like, if something positive has happened to them or they're like being served by someone else or, you know, whatever I want, uh, to them be affirmed in their value and deservedness of reserve, of receiving something good, whether it's a good or a service.
0: Okay. Yeah. What's your take? I'm strongly against it. I think it's really bad. (laughs) <laughs> All right, tell me, tell me about it. Well, I don't believe that I deserve anything other than a sad death.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> so, the- so, I mean,
0: theologically, I agree with you. Well, like I just, I don't know. A lot of times when I hear somebody say it, it, it's in the same vein as like treat yourself, like in the same vein as of that is like you deserve it. Like I don't, yeah, I don't feel like I deserve good things, nor does anybody else. Like when we get good things, that's a, that's a wonderful gift, and okay. like we could be happy about it. Like I'm not saying that you should every time you get something good be like, oh well. I don't really deserve this, but I guess I'll take it. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about like being like sad and depressed all the time, regardless of your circumstance. Okay. You're supposed to have joy, but I just, I don't like you deserve it because I think it put it, at least when I hear it said to me, I'm like, well, no, I don't. Like, it just, I feel like it puts me in a place that I do not deserve.
1: Okay. I get it. Let me paint a little bit different picture for you. Okay. Okay. So picture young mom Magnuson home with. Sorry, mom. It wasn't my
0: fault though. Matt said your name.
1: She's home with little Tyler, little Alex, little Alyssa. What well, right?
0: when when Alex was little, I wasn't super little.
1: <laughs> she's home with you guys. I don't I don't think she was a stay-at-home mom most of the time, but let's she just say was. that she was. Okay. okay? She was she, staying home that day. She's staying home that day. She's been been with you guys all day. A couple of you are sick. Um, she's had a stressful day, um, stressful week, and wakes up, let's say that was a Friday, wakes up Saturday morning and dad Magnuson says. Honey, just get out just of here. Just chill. Yep. Yeah, go to go to go a coffee golf. shop. Go go do whatever you want. Just de stress. Like yesterday and this whole week has been tough for you. I'm gonna stay home with the kids
0: this morning. You go ahead and go out. You really deserve it.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what's your take on your dad's statement there?
0: Um, I wouldn't be as frustrated by it in that sense, but I still would. I don't know. I feel like, um, like you've earned it is better than you deserve it. Like I would rather say like yeah you earned it, okay. Um, All right. And I understand that you can poke holes in that because I you also <laughs> earned like we also merit nothing, but for whatever reason like earn because it's it 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 uh plays off of like working for something and earning it mm-hmm. does not immediately bring me to a theological place as quickly as deserve Mm. because deserve seems like a statement about just like you inherently deserve this Mm -hmm. because of who you are you deserve this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whereas like earn is like well i i did a lot of work so i've earned this Mm -hmm. you know that that's the difference like you can you can make either of them theological but to me deserve because it's speaking about it it feels like it's speaking about you like as a human being inherently moves me to theological annoyance faster than earn
1: I think I'm going to undertake a review of my normal speaking patterns and just make sure they're in compliance with the theology that
0: I actually do. <laughs> well, I think you could actually, I mean, you could make the argument. Well, I don't think it would be a good argument, but like there is some kind of argument that like, well, we're made in the image of God and we are like made beautiful and there is like a lot of good about us. Mm-hmm. So in a certain sense, you could say, yeah, you deserve it. You made in the image of God. I yeah, just... Uh-huh. I don't think it's a good argument because of the brokenness and sinfulness of us. Like, Hmm. I think it's fair and good and right to say, like, like you're beautiful or you have value Mm -hmm. or you are loved. Like, Mm -hmm. I think those are all true statements, Mm -hmm. but they're all true statements because of what God has like said and done for us and about us.
1: This is a really enjoyable conversation.
0: It's just a pet peeve of mine. Really? (laughs) Okay. This is Tyler post produced upon further review and reflection. I think I came on too strong. Um, I don't know. I feel like I sounded like if you say you deserve it, you're not as good of a Christian. And I don't think that at all. So I'm sorry for being so aggressive in the past five and a half minute segment. Um, I don't think that whether or not you say you deserve it makes you like a more or less faithful Christian. Um, I just really get annoyed at the term. And so I probably, there's, I probably get legalistic when I think about it. So sorry guys. Um, There's your, your post views for the week. Uh, Enjoy the rest of the episode and know that you can say you deserve it all you want. And I will still love you. Okay. Episode 80. I was going to tell people to tell me what they think at poll votes, Tyler P O L L votes, Tyler, but nobody messages me anymore. So I don't know if it's even worth it.
1: (laughs) What episode is this? 86. 86. Episode 86 of the Valley View podcast is sponsored by, so happy to say this. Ah, uh, yes. Chick-fil-A of Eden Prairie.
0: This is real. We went there today.
1: Grand opening, January 26th.
0: So a week ago, for two, those of you listening.
1: 2023. Finally, Chick-fil-A has come to Eden Prairie. Chick-fil-A serving up great service and great chicken product since 1953.
0: Chicken products. Wow, 70 years.
1: I guess. Yeah, 70th anniversary, Um, maybe. Chicken product, including the patty, the nugget, and the strip should always be served with a seasoned breading that tastes great and is fried to perfection. A bun can also complement a chicken product in certain circumstances. Uh, Sauces usually add enjoyment to a chicken product. We have several sauces, including barbecue and our famous Chick-fil-A sauce. Now hiring for all positions except owner. (laughs) See you at your hometown, Eden Prairie Chick-fil-A at the corner of Prairie Center Drive and Castlemore. Eat more chicken and go Eagles.
0: You got me. You actually got me one time.
1: I assume that they mean the EP Eagles and not the Philadelphia Eagles. But, you, really, I,
0: you really made me believe that it was founded in 1953,
1: so but no. It, no, they get it wrong?
0: 1946, May 23rd. May, okay. You weren't far off, only seven
1: years off. 46. So uh, thank you, Chick-fil-A, for stepping in. I mean, they just opened and already, I guess, decided to spend their advertising dollars with VVP.
0: Nice, capa- so yeah, nice cool. campaign. Yeah, nice campaign.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: What are we talking about today?
1: okay um we've got the book of deuteronomy to talk about
0: and how much prep have we done well in
1: keeping with uh, podcast tradition less than five minutes
0: (laughs) way less
1: (laughs) and uh i think we've also got uh a list here each of us have got a list of our five our top five favorite fast food restaurants Mm -hmm. okay do you want to explain how we define fast food
0: we we talked about this because there's like there's kind of like those in between places, right? Like there's places that aren't McDonald's but also are not a sit-down place. Um, and we said for it to be fast food, it should be a restaurant where you can go order your food, whether it be walking inside or a drive through. You go order your food and you can expect it ready within five minutes. If uh if you're going and you have to sit down or you're going and you have to tip, or you're going and you think it'll take like 15 minutes for your food to be ready, we would not count that as fast food. Mm-hmm so that was our that was our barometer also i just need to give a disclaimer um i didn't have mcdonald's on my list Mm. i do really like mcdonald's mcdonald's is like the classic fast food Mm -hmm. i couldn't put it on my list though because i only like their breakfast at this point Mm. like i'll eat a mcdouble or a mcchicken or something but like Mm -hmm. it doesn't really stand out to me anymore but i don't i mean fries are fries to me
1: okay i'm like
0: not like the only kind of fries i like it's not even like restaurant fries it's like there's like specific brands of like frozen fries that people heat up that I really like. So no, I, uh, I did not put McDonald's on, but I do really, really, really love McDonald's breakfast. If we were doing breakfast foods from fast food restaurants, I mm-hmm. would have McDonald's number one.
1: Can I ask you a question about fast food habits before we get into our, our list? I'm all about it. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So if you're doing a road trip, um, let's say you have McDonald's for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're out on the road, McDonald's for breakfast, which but- is almost
0: always what I'm going to have for breakfast.
1: <laughs> okay. Could you do another burger and fries place, like, for lunch and,
0: like, late night or supper? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You could. This is me, dude. Okay. Matt, you know this about me. My diet is repulsive. <laughs> well, I, I
1: just need more variance than that.
0: Yesterday, yesterday, Matt, I had uh, leftover Domino's at 10 a.m. for breakfast, leftover Domino's at 1 p.m. for lunch, and I almost had leftover Domino's before I left for dinner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Well, now that we got that out there.
0: what? So what do you do?
1: Well, I... I like to vary it a little bit. So if I've got, if I have one thing, I basically don't want to eat the same thing twice in one day. So if it's Mexican for lunch, then maybe it's a burger for,
0: I mean, that is fair. Like I'm not really choosing. Yeah. I would probably not choose to go the same place, but it wouldn't bother me if that was what was convenient. Okay.
1: And it would bother me. So there's the, would
0: you have trouble going to McDonald's for breakfast and McDonald's for dinner in the same day?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Even though it's such different foods. Yeah. Like I, like, I don't even feel like it's the same restaurant breakfast and dinner.
1: I know you're right. There's really no reason why it should bother me. It just does.
0: You just see the M again and you say, it's no, like, I can't do that. It's like,
1: I can't, not, not twice in one not day. Not twice. <laughs> just past midnight. Like once we get past midnight, I go back in. But
0: you can't do supersize me.
1: It's like, I can't it, it'd be too depressing. I think I would be too depressed to <laughs> eat a funny. McDonald's twice. In one did day. you ever
0: see supersize me? I just did. To stay off topic. Really, I loved it. I love that documentary. Yeah. I think it's so good.
1: I'd love if there were more documentaries like that.
0: Yeah. Honestly. What? Somebody yeah. eats uh, like Taco Bell every day for a month.
1: Have you seen the other movie about McDonald's, about the owner? Uh, I think his name was Ray Kroc. Oh, like
0: I don't know if I watched but, it, but I think I saw parts of it. Maybe.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting to, to yeah. hear about how McDonald's got started. Anyway, should we go through our
0: list? Yeah, how do you want to do it? Um, oh, should... I have one other question before we start. All right. Um, what? How many of your restaurants do you think that I have not eaten at? And then bonus, are there any you think I've never heard of?
1: I think there's a 95% chance you've heard of all of these, mm-hmm. and I would think there's it's more likely than not that you've eaten at all of these places. There's one place in particular that I think um, you may not have eaten at, but I think you've probably heard of it.
0: Okay. You've definitely heard of all of my places. There's a chance that you haven't eaten at two of them. Hmm. All right. I was going to say one, but it is actually two. Okay. A chance.
1: All right. Well, let's uh, let's start hearing about it here. Okay. So, why don't you, Tyler, hit us with your bottom two, number five, and number four? Yeah,
0: bottom two, but still like top five. Yeah,
1: yeah. Your bottom two of your top five, and then I'll uh, I'll jump in with mine.
0: Oh shoot!
1: And I, I wrote down the name of the restaurant, and then I wrote down a sentence about it. Oh, I did person. not do that. So you can you can make up whatever you want to.
0: Okay. Uh, my honorable mention, just because I just thought of it, is Del Taco. They don't have them in Minnesota, but I love Del Taco. Um, but then my number five. This is the one that I would most think you haven't eaten at. Uh, Popeyes. Have you eaten at Popeyes? I have. You have. Yes. Have you eaten at it a lot?
1: I would say nine times.
0: Really? That's a decent amount. Yeah. Emily and I discovered for our anniversary this year. Emily and I went to Popeyes because we've really been liking it lately. The black and ranch is really good. Great call. It kind of it tastes really good, but then it kind of hits your stomach a little strong. But
1: okay. Well, since we're on this topic, you know, the Popeye's is billed as, um, I think it's called like Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen, yeah, something like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So setting Popeye's to the side, can you tell me the two restaurants, there's at least two restaurants that have the name of a state in them. Popeye's is not one of them, but now it was beyond fast food. Any restaurant with the name of a state in it, we thought of two last night at the dinner table.
0: Well, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Good. That's easy. Yeah. Ooh! Now I'm just trying to think of the states. I don't want to be annoying about it. Um. Uh, how long do we have before it gets bad?
1: I'll I'll give you a clue. The restaurant has uh, the name Texas in it.
0: Oh, oh, Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So I don't. I know, would not have gotten there quickly.
1: That's all our family <laughs> can think of. So if the listeners know of another restaurant that has the name of a state in it. Hit us up at whatever Tyler's Instagram is.
0: B-O-L-L votes Tyler. Poll votes Tyler. Okay, I see- just posted a picture of myself looking like Jack Jack. So check that out.
1: <laughs> Popeyes, I think, is great. I love their biscuits, especially. Yeah. What do you got for number four?
0: My um, number four. This is the other one I'm not sure about. If you've eaten there, uh, okay. Lee and Chin. Have you eaten there? Yeah, I have. Okay, I like. But it. but like recently,
1: like uh, within the last
0: two years, is the first time you've eaten there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never
1: even heard of it until we moved to Minnesota.
0: So anyone not from Minnesota, you've never heard of Lee and Chin, most likely. I but. I never knew that it was rare. Lian Chin only exists in the MSP suburbs. And I think there's one in St. Cloud, Minnesota, but it doesn't, the phone's ringing, but there's other people here. So hopefully it will get answered. No, um, Chin is basically Panda Express, but in Minnesota. Um, And I think it's like significantly better than Panda Express. Like if I lived in a place where there were no Lian Chin and only Panda, I probably would not have Panda very often. Yeah. But I think Lian Chin is like significantly better than Panda. I've really been growing
1: in my enjoyment of Chinese food over the last five, six years. That's cool. Yeah. Are you likely in Chin? I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a fan. It's not in my top five. Uh, My number five is Potbelly.
0: Oh, Potbelly's good.
1: Yeah. It's my brother's favorite fast food restaurant.
0: My brother, Steve.
1: Potbelly makes a nice, warm sandwich. I like going there. Like the sandwich is really good. I like to get the turkey avocado with bacon.
0: It's like a higher class Subway, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah. So my number five is potbelly, and my number four—I gotta believe they're on your list somewhere—is Chipotle. Okay. Because I love Mexican I'm, food.
0: Won't give anything away, but yeah. we'll see. Okay. Yeah. I, so I get a steak bowl with uh, cheese, pico, guac. That's oh, we should be doing this. We should talk about what we get at each of our restaurants. So you said for your first be two, my guest, yeah. You said turkey bacon avocado. Yeah, Where do you get at chi- uh Chipotle? Uh,
1: steak bowl with guac, rice, pico, cheese. I don't. Um, I don't do the shake. Okay. I've seen people do the shake. I think you might do the shake. Yeah, the
0: shake is like kind of almost necessary.
1: Yeah, no, I, (laughs) well. Not that I like Chipotle or anything. I take the lid off and I just stick my fork in and start drawing out the parts of it that I want to eat first. That's so interesting. Ratioing it, rationing it to myself in the way that I want to.
0: I don't like that specifically because I don't like rice very much. So usually if you do Mm. it the way you're describing, you end up eating a lot of rice at the end. And I That's really true. want the rice to be mixed in because I don't true. like rice very much. Okay. Well, um,
1: it's kind of like eating a, one of those old McDonald's Sundays where you have to self ration, like really dig down to the bottom. Oh, yeah. So at you the beginning, some hot
0: fudge. Yeah.
1: Not eat all the hot fudge first.
0: I have it at Culver's too, actually. Yeah. Uh, this is like the word fat episode, I think. <laughs> um, by the way, my meal at Popeyes is a uh, spicy chicken sandwich with, um, I forget what they're called, the oh, Cajun fries and blackened okay. ranch. Um and my meal at Lian is a Qing Dynasty combo with uh noodles and orange chicken and Mongolian chicken. Beautiful. Yeah, very, Beautiful. Good. very good. Um, do you have a Lian Chin specific meal or no? Um
1: I, I wouldn't remember it. Okay. No.
0: Um now my my number three, uh this is just a classic for me and people my age. Uh, my number three restaurant is Taco Bell. Mm, i love mm, taco mm, bell mm, 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 mm. i don't have a specific order at taco bell because it's all just so cheap and it, okay here's the thing about taco bell for those of you that don't understand um because there are some of you that are thinking tyler taco bell's disgusting what are you talking about no white, doubt white castle is another honorable that. mention by the way another disgusting but i like it
1: yeah so yeah tell us more about why uh, you like these
0: places okay there are just some places like sometimes it's 1 a.m and you're hungry mm-hmm. like Sometimes you're having an overnighter, you're 17 years old, you're at your friend's house Mm -hmm. and you're hungry and it's Mm 1am and you know what hits in that moment? Somewhere that's open Mm -hmm. and and specifically somewhere that's open and will give you a lot of food for cheap. Mm -hmm. Taco Bell in those moments is just, it's just like heaven sent almost. It's just, it's amazing.
1: So is it like having a friend that's not like the cool friend? there's nothing particularly likable about this person, but they're just always there for you. Like it's their loyalty and their familiarity that really endear endear them. Is that what Taco Bell is? Like there's nothing great about Taco Bell itself. It's just that their abiding presence and availability is so warm and inviting that it's just like a, a warm blanket.
0: So I think the prices are really good. I think that the fire sauce is really good. I think the Cinnabon delights are really good. And I just think like, the the taste if if you're in a specific mood is really good if you're not in the mood for taco bell tacos horrible but if you're in the mood for like cheap vaguely mexican food Mm -hmm. it's so good like it really just hits and they have like a five dollar box typically that's usually what i get if i'm gonna get if i'm being specific their nacho fries are amazing they just like they have a a niche or niche and they just really have it perfected
1: Have you ever had a bad Taco Bell experience?
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Every time I order and say no sour cream and they put sour cream on it, which happens like 45% of the time.
1: And yet you still love it and still go there. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. So what's the
1: takeaway for management at Taco Bell?
0: Just listen, don't put sour cream on my stuff, please. Yeah, but it
1: hasn't affected your behavior. It sounds like their employees can screw it up as much as possible, as many times as possible and their customers are going to keep coming back
0: i mean that is true that that really just is true
1: like it's kind of like the cubs organization well because then i could be horrible yeah the fans just
0: just keep coming to wrigley field sorry rory well (laughs) because i just i just order um something that doesn't have sour cream the next time and then i don't have to worry about it uh yeah so talk about number three uh number two is this is the other there's a chance you haven't eaten here but i think you maybe have My number two is Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. Oh, gosh. Have you eaten there? Yeah. Okay, good. And you like it?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's going to appear on my list. Oh,
0: excellent. Yeah, yeah. That's funny because we didn't even talk about that. Um, Yeah, no, Raising Cane's is my number two. Uh, My typical order is a, well, depends on how hungry I am and how long it's been, but I have two regular orders. One is a box combo with no slaw, extra toast, and a cane sauce on the side because they're only like $0.39. And then if I'm hungry... Wait, what's thirty nine cents? An extra cane sauce. Oh, I didn't, know you, I didn't know you could do that. It's super cheap. It's a thirty
1: nine cent add-on. Ab- yeah, 100? I used to okay. do no
0: slaw, extra toast, or extra cane sauce, but to get the toast and the cane sauce is like forty cents more for two things instead of just one. Okay. Um, but if I'm feeling especially hungry or fat, or it's been a long time since I've been to Raising Canes, <laughs> I will get a caneiac combo again with no slaw, extra toast, and a third cane sauce, and I will finish the whole thing. Their fries aren't great. That's probably what's keeping them from number one. But the rest of it is so good.
1: I feel like now that that EP uh, has a Chick-fil-A, like the last great great holdout is a Canes. It's like
0: disgraceful that this town, there's literally in Eden Prairie, there is not a Raising Canes for 25 minutes in any direction. Yeah. The closest ones are like Burnsville, Apple Valley, Maple Grove, and the one by Northwestern.
1: What do you say to all the Raising Canes, uh, higher management people that are listening right now?
0: Put one in Eden Prairie or Chan. I don't care. Put one within 15 minutes of my house. It's so frustrating.
1: What are your three and two? Well, my number three
0: is a place. I'm not sure.
1: Have you been to Shake Shack? Yeah. Once. Okay. Once. There's one in Edina. And uh, the first one I went to is in downtown Chicago.
0: I went there. I I went there on a trip one time. That's the only time I've been there.
1: Yeah. Shake Shack. Delicious burger and fries. And, uh, they make a really good shake too. Hmm,
0: that makes sense. Yeah. I yeah. would not be able to tell you what it tasted like because I literally think I've only had it once, but I'm pretty sure I've had it.
1: Yeah. Quality. It's um, it's the only burger place that made my list.
0: What's your order there? So I just get a cheeseburger sometimes with bacon. Huh. I don't have any burger places on my list. That's weird. Yeah. I think I like a higher class burger more. Yeah. It's What's... definitely that. My number two is
1: also Raising Cane's.
0: It, really? That's yeah. funny. Yeah, okay. it is.
1: And I, the sentence I wrote for them is that it's just the best
0: yeah I mean, in fact so good their chicken is so good
1: it is it it uh it could have been number one on my list i just couldn't bump my number one because of sentimental value okay but they're right there neck and neck
0: what's your raisin canes order
1: I, but whatever like toast chicken strips what well, sauce there's only coke. four
0: things on the menu you don't know which one you need. I don't i you don't probably get a box combos Pro- I guess. probably yeah uh just maybe a three finger you're not a big eater
1: chicken sauce toast a coke yeah no coleslaw fantastic no slaw i don't like coleslaw at all no i don't either Okay. So we're so we're both with Raisin Cane's number two. Yeah. Okay. So I'm interested to see if our number one is the same. Do you think it will be?
0: No. Okay. Uh, we say our number one on three. <laughs> okay. One, two, three. Chip- Chick fil A. Chick fil A. Really?
1: Did Chick fil A not make your list?
0: No. I don't like Chick fil A that much. I mean, I like it. Like, I'll eat it. They sponsored this episode of the Valley View Podcast. I mean, I don't mind. Actually, to be honest with you, I really would say that I didn't like Chick fil A before I started working here. Okay. Working in Eden Prairie. At specifically at Prairie Hill with uh, Chick-fil-A like down the road. It's just the place that we go for so many meetings and like so many like after youth group hangouts. Yeah. That like, it's grown on me. Like I like the sauces now, but like, I would prefer Cane's any day over Chick-fil-A and Pop Belly. Apparently. Pop. I said, or, I'm I sorry. Uh, Pop- Popeyes. Oh, ah, uh, yeah. Usually. Yeah. Wow. But okay. Uh, I think I could eat Chick-fil-A more times in a week than Popeyes. Popeyes okay. would get old after like two or three times, but no Chick-fil-A <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's just not like a top five for me.
1: Is there anything you want to say to the local management since they sponsored this podcast
0: and Oh no, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for giving me a free sandwich today. Okay. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I don't know. Just wanted to give you the opportunity to make it up
1: to a little bit. There. No,
0: it's good. I don't I really hate that the employees say my pleasure. That really bothers me. It does. I, I I like because I I think that they don't want to do it and I don't want them to do it. Like I specifically <laughs> will say have a good one instead of thank you because I don't want them to say my pleasure to me. I, I really hate that actually. The one thing that I want to say about Chick-fil-A is that it's the one restaurant I go to where
1: I actually hope that they make a mistake with my order.
0: Why? So you can go back up and talk to them more? No,
1: because they, they will always like give you some kind of a freebie or make uh, it right or something okay, if they mess okay. it up. They'll give you like a coupon to get a free sandwich or something. <laughs> that does
0: not happen at Popeye. Yeah. We, exactly. I had such a problem at Popeye. Popeye's. One of the first times exactly. I went there. we were there for like 45 minutes. So how
1: good is a restaurant if you walk in hoping that they mess up? must be really really special
0: what um so, what do you get at chick fil uh
1: I, I mix it up sometimes a sandwich sometimes chicken
0: strips uh i mean it's just the classic for you i guess yeah
1: uh-huh. tell us about chipotle tyler why is it number one on your list
0: i love chipotle i, I it's actually kind of sentimental for me too because when i was like eight years old mm. we went there and my dad was like yeah we're gonna go to chipotle they have burger or they have uh burritos the size of your head <laughs> you know what else they have is a really sturdy plastic fork that's true. Yeah. I honestly almost prefer their plastic fork to like a metal fork to eat their food. It's a fantastic, It's really, fork. really good. Yeah. yeah, it's super, super good. Um, no, so I got burritos for most of my life. And then a few probably about five years ago, I realized that a bowl is just way more food. So now I get a bowl. Someone told me
1: that too a while ago. It's so much
0: more food. There's no reason not to get a bowl. There's not, if you really want a burrito, you just get a burrito on the side then you get a burrito and a bowl. It's so,
1: yeah. so
0: okay, my Chipotle order. Actually, this is why I don't go to Chipotle that much because my Chipotle order is so expensive. My Chipotle order, if I'm, okay, this is almost never my order, but if I have like a $25 gift card, this is what I want. I want, <laughs> I want double chicken, uh, light white rice, like a little bit of white rice, both beans. Cause I don't like rice that much. Like I said, both beans, fajitas, queso, um, lots of corn, lots of cheese, sometimes one of the sauces, not, not, not every time, um, pico guac and chips.
1: So what's that going to run you?
0: It's like $18, $17. It's so expensive. Actually, the double chicken would probably put it closer to $20. And sometimes if I want to mix it up, I'd get like barbacoa or something. And that if it was double would definitely be over 20 I almost never get the double meat because I don't want to pay $20 for my bowl. But I always get queso. I always get guac. And I always get chips because I like to dip the chips in the bowl. It's so good. That's my Chipotle order. We have three minutes and 15 seconds to talk about Deuteronomy.
1: Okay. I think we can do it. Deuteronomy is this Leviticus again. Deuteronomy is the second giving of the law. That's what the name of the book means. It's really most of it's a long sermon by Moses Mm -hmm. talking to like the next generation, the people that didn't die in the wilderness. Right.
0: Yeah. So I've been listening to a Bible project podcast lately a little bit about Deuteronomy Mm -hmm. and yeah, no, it, It is a narrative. It's just a narrative that happens to have 25 chapters of speech, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's uh, Israel on the edge of the promised land. They've wandered around the wilderness for 40 years. The older generation has died. So when you're reading the book, you read it and it's like this is literally just the same as Leviticus. It's Moses reading the laws again, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's there for a reason because Leviticus was the law given to the previous wilderness generation. And now this is Moses reading it to the new generation that's about to enter the promised land because all of their family died off, Mm -hmm. like all of their parents died off. Yeah. So, I mean, Deuteronomy, I think, means second law, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's it's the second reading of the law for the second generation before they go into the promised land.
1: And then at the end of the book, Moses um, goes up on Mount Nebo. And dies. And he dies. And one of the really special things for me in the year 2022 is that... um, It's 23. Well... Last this year. happened last year this okay so I just special... wanted to keep you honest <laughs> thank you for reminding me what year it is. I got to go to Mount nebo, yeah, you did I did and uh and stand up and look out to see the kind of view that Moses would have had as he looked over into the
0: land of um, Israel and it was pretty special. did we talk about why Moses doesn't go into the promised land did he when does he hit the rock? Is that numbers? I think it's recorded um
1: there's a recording in Exodus and also in numbers,
0: okay. Yes, we
1: didn't we didn't talk about it. Um, He doesn't get to go. There's a a church that's built on the top of Mount Nebo now. There's a little church up there. It's actually a really nice little church. But um, that'd be a good conversation for another time. We don't have time for that. Moses, um, not getting he leads them all the way there. And then he doesn't actually get to go in. And I
0: think because he hit a rock.
1: Yeah, I think there's a Christological idea there. I think there's a relationship to Christ there. Interesting. Moses is um, the deliverer, but he is not a perfect deliverer. He didn't uphold the holiness of God. That's really what God sets before him. That's why he doesn't get to go. He didn't keep his name, honor his name as holy. Mm -hmm. And Moses, for all of his faithfulness and all of his leadership and all of the suffering he endured, is just not Jesus. I mean, he he, and so he does not get to lead the people into the promised land. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just that kind of shortcoming in his life that just lets us know he's in the end, what he's an important person, but he's not Jesus. And if you're a Jewish person, that's a really important message to get because they honor Moses so much.
0: Yeah. well and and deuteronomy honors moses the the torah in general honors moses so much like it's it's (laughs) so interesting because like moses i mean it's conservative theology is typically believed that moses wrote the first draft of the torah or Mm -hmm. a decent amount of it um but i mean at the end of at the end of deuteronomy moses dies so clearly he didn't write that chapter yeah and at the end of deuteronomy it says since the time of moses there has never arisen a prophet like moses like and also, I think in Numbers, it says that Moses was a humble man, more humble than anyone on the earth. Yeah. So, like, you're assuming that there were other, like, editors going on a little bit within the Torah. Right. But, like, it, like, yeah. Moses is, like, a really big deal. Like, the fact that Moses doesn't yeah. enter the promised land and the fact that we see his death and he gets to see the promised land but not go into it. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that, again, like, at, at the end of his life, like, you don't really think of Moses as a prophet. You think of him as, like, a leader of Israel. Right. But right. there's never been a prophet like him mm-hmm. from Deuteronomy until Jesus or from Deuteronomy until at least like much later in the old Testament story. It's just yeah, really interesting. It is. Like, it's like a really, really interesting piece of, of the Torah.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's it. We're out of time. Tyler's see, got see a nice next week. Tyler's got a nice fresh haircut.
0: Uh, yeah, I you do.
1: can't, can't tell by listening, but uh, congratulations on that and on
0: completing another BVP podcast episode. Well done. See you next week for episode 87. We'll have to spend more time on the Bible next week because we are talking about Joshua Yeah. where there's lots of killing. So see you next week. Bye.